welcome back. It's been a minute since we filmed and we have missed you. I hope you've missed us as well. But I am hosting today. I don't know how that happened, but my amazing, handsome husband decided, why don't you host? And I was like, yes! <laughs> I am overly excited to host this episode today and I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So tune in and we also encourage you to follow our Instagram at Your Perspective Podcast. We would love for you to DM us, tell us what you want to hear in topics, tell us um, any important questions you have about God or life or just anything in general. We would love to hear from you. We are going to post a Q&A on our Instagram soon, so be on the lookout. We would love for you guys to choose what we talk about because we want to know what you think. And we hope you enjoy this podcast today. So today our title... Oh, we got to talk about the third wheel, though. <gasps> We do have a third wheel. You can probably hear him you in the You can't background. see him, but if you hear a weird <laughs> licking noise. That is our Murphy cat. is right there. He's sitting in a chair. He just loves to participate in family activities. <laughs> so Let's he's right there. If you hear him, now you know. If we locked him out of a room, he'll literally like meow so loud he can't even film. So he has to be in here with us yeah. making weird noises. Hey, Sorry. you still want to say hi? You want to say hi? Hey, you want to say hi? <laughs> no, well, the he's, one time he's he wanted to meow, he won't meow. <laughs> so where have we been? Where have we it's been? It's like been... It's been way too long. Six months. Did I you know. guys just give up on that thing? Maybe you weren't supposed to do it in the first place. <laughs> Are you supposed think... to do a podcast? Everyone does a podcast. It's kind of like the thing, podcast. right? Everybody and their sister does a podcast. So why, <laughs> why don't we take a break, Reed? Like, tell... Okay. So I do want to switch it up a bit because if anybody knows me really well, they know that I am a super feely, super, I don't know, I'm like an Enneagram 4. And if you know what an Enneagram 4 is, it's the person who loves to talk about their feelings and their vulnerabilities and how to work through them. <laughs> and so today on the podcast, I wanted to ask Reed a real deep question, and that would be, why do we take a break? And we're really going to dig into why we haven't filmed since April. And what that looks like. So, for Is you. Is it really April? Yeah, you filmed the last episode in April. And I think you did like one more in like August May before, or like. June maybe or something. Yeah, we had like a conference we were working that you did film something back in August, but it wasn't really yeah. that much. But anyway, I want to get into it. So, Reed, why did we take a break and why did you stop filming? Because of Joe Biden. Oh, no. what? Stop. <laughs> That is um, my excuse. I'd just say we both got really busy at work at the time. Yeah, we were slammed. Like, my job, like, I worked almost every weekend in September, and we were just, like, nonstop running for a while. And, yeah, and I totally interrupted you. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, we were busy, and we moved in the middle of that. We did move. I had, that was a lot. We I moved had, in August. Before we moved, I had COVID for, like, four days. And then literally, as soon as I got over it really fast, it was like, I had this brilliant idea yeah. of like, let's move the next like week. I mean, you can't plan when you get sick, but and, no, no, hold on. I want to tell you. You refuse oh. to have movers help too. And well, he's movers aren't a cheap thing. He's picking up the bed frame and he's like, oh yeah, um, COVID exhausted me. Yeah, the muscle weakness is a thing. That was crazy. Yeah. It was like an hour end. I was like crying, had to go lay down. It and sad. it felt like my arms already had a workout. <laughs> That's how crazy the muscle weakness was. But 
it was super easy, mostly easy. Got through it in like four and a half, it was four and a half days, it was better on day five. So it was basically just like a crazy summer and then a lot of like changes into the fall and then next thing you know it's Christmas. So we wanted to make sure we weren't just doing this to do this, but yeah. making sure we do it as we felt like God was saying that our screen goes out. <laughs> The Lord hath spoken. You <laughs> wanted it dark in here. There we go. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so we were just kind of like waiting for it to kind of like, I would rather have a few episodes out. Yeah. And have them, have them be more meaningful or more thought out that. rather than like, here's our trash our episode this week. episode, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. So, but, but yeah, we're back and yeah. we would love to keep doing these weekly. That's For kind sure. of our, That's our, our goal. goal. Our goal is to do these weekly. We'll just have to see um, kind of as the content comes, yeah. as inspiration as, you comes, know, stuff comes, and we'll go from there. And a lot of stuff that we talk to you guys about is kind of like something we're going through in our current season, which sounds like crazy, but honestly, it's like something we're like learning through or working on or like a revelation like the Lord showed us. But I would just, really, I just want to like let you know that you are not alone. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing in your daily life, I mean, we've walked through it, and you're not alone. And that's something the enemy loves to throw at people and in their brains is that they're not alone, or that they are alone, sorry, that <laughs> um, they are alone. And so I think I just wanted to address that today is that you're not alone. No matter what your circumstance looks like, no matter what your work life looks like, just know that most of the people that you know are going through exactly what you're going through. Or they've already been through it. And I think if you listen to the enemy saying you are alone, that it isolates you. And yeah. then you stop asking people for advice. And no believer should ever get to that point where they're stuck thinking, I'm alone. I can't go up to the altar for prayer. And I had that epiphany moment this week where I thought I couldn't go to the altar for prayer. Because it felt like it was shameful to me to have an issue in my life. And what's crazy is you can never let the enemy lie to you about that because shame is a liar. <laughs> I mean, the enemy's a liar, and being alone and isolated is a lie as well. And that's that's what the Bible tells us is Satan's strategy is he doesn't go along looking for the strong sheep. Yeah, he, <laughs> he looks goes for and the one alone. looks for the one alone. The so one that walked away from the. The herd. strategy is it's always isolation, and it's why church is so important. In exactly. Ways dangerous in a COVID time is there are people that are totally fine watching church on online and don't really understand like it is yeah. still important to go because yeah. it's not just the corporate unity and there's something spiritual that happens when you get together with other believers um, but yeah things are different so I would say that, that before you add to that I would just say like be on the lookout for that like if you feel like you're feeling those you know, some of those signs of like, man, I feel like I just gotta like, like it's a good thing to go get away and see God and be alone. Like there's a good part to solitude. But if you're feeling that pull of like, man, I can't go to church because of blank. I can't talk to that person because of blank. I can't buy that person's Starbucks and see if they need prayer and just encourage them. I can't do that because of blank yeah like start watching out for those things because you know if, if satan were telling you up front what he was doing 
it, it would make a lot of sense, right? But he doesn't. He's sneaky. He doesn't. He's sneaky. And he doesn't always do what you think he's going to do. Exactly. So watch out for those signs, because especially the times we're living in and how weird the nation is right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. It's important that we create a community and that we are genuine and open. Because I think especially young people, we deal with kind of being in the middle of so many things. We always hear, you know, well... There's this side, you need to know this, you need to have a revelation of this, you need to go do this, you need to do X, Y, Z. And then there's the younger side of like, oh, I know I'm past some of those things from, yeah. from earlier in my life. So it's it can be frustrating kind of being in the middle. So, yeah, I can't remember the rest of where I was going with that. Yeah, and right. I did want to add to that. So what's funny is Reed and I have kind of started... Uh, we're like attending a conference this week. It's um, it's like a really good conference, and it kind of is still going on. Um, and I realized there's such a difference from being in person in the conference versus watching online, because when I'm in person, I'm more focused. I'm more. I feel like there's just this sort of expectation in the air when you're in a conference with 500 other people, is that it ministers to you more because you're like, wow, all these believers are here with me listening to the same message and they're going through the same things this minister's talking about, I'm not alone. And when I'm at home, um, I was folding laundry, I was irritated, I was mad, I didn't want to listen to what the pastor had to say, but that's because I didn't place myself within a congregation and I didn't choose to go there. And then I told Reed after, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to watch the conference in person on Raw Night, I hated watching it at home. And then I realized, like, there's also a difference, too. Like, if there's worship in my living room, like, and it's not, like, in-person worship is so different. Like, just worship in our church in general. Like, we, like, stayed at home this past Sunday and just watched church online. And I noticed a difference of the presence of God in our living room is special, yes. But it's not as strong and it's not as yeah, life-changing as, yeah, as being in a church. And, you know, when you were talking, it kind yeah. of reminded me of... Job in some of that story of Job yeah. and I think since it is kind of the beginning of a new year in the beginning of like a new kickoff of a series of episodes I think it'd be good to kind of touch on like going into the new year this is a time where a lot of churches are fasting uh, fasting and praying and seeking vision for the new year and I, I think from me you know for, for anyone listening out there um, something that kind of stood out to me in the story of Job. I, I mean, if you haven't recently heard it or watched a like a YouTube video or even, there's some good TikToks on it too. If you haven't watched that, uh, I would go pause this video now <laughs> yeah. and go watch a recap because go I think there's so many things people miss in that story. There's a lot, yeah. And with with Job, you know, the short summary is a good man got and he was called a righteous man. It says in, in heaven, Satan approached God and asked, you know, basically asked to test him. And it was God's idea. Well, have you considered Job? Yeah. And as the story progresses, all this bad stuff happens to Job. And he's trying to process it. And he's frustrated with God. And Satan's saying, well, he's only, he's only going to bless you, God, because you've blessed him and you've put a hedge of protection around him. And in that story, things just get worse and worse and worse. And the crazy Can thing I here... The hedge of protection part. Yeah, let me get to it in a minute because I'm getting there. The crazy <laughs> thing about that story is like 
Job truly did nothing wrong. Yeah. I mean, you a, can get you know, nitpicky and going farther and say, well, he shouldn't have said this. He shouldn't. I'm like, okay, look, zoom out. Yeah. The whole story tells us Job was a righteous man that he didn't, didn't do anything sin. wrong. Yeah. And he's going through all this junk. And I would just think, like, how, like the last two years, how much stuff have we all gone through that was so out of left field, so unexpected? We all didn't deserve straight COVID. Straight up unfair. <laughs> we did not deserve COVID. <laughs> Oh, no one deserves oh, yeah. COVID. Oh. No, I, I meant like, like you know, bad Subscribe. stuff happens. <laughs> like bad stuff happens, like with Job's life. And part of what I was saying is, you're like, look at all we've gone through. And I was like, well, yeah, like we didn't ask for a pandemic. We didn't ask for COVID to ruin our lives for two years. That's what I was pointing to. <laughs> well, it didn't ruin my okay. life. Well, I mean, it didn't ruin our lives. I just mean you can't travel to Europe without like anyway. I don't do that. <laughs> So my point there, though, was good people can go through bad things. Yeah. And the crazy thing is you might not even have an explanation from God. And as that story goes, um, three friends come and visit Job, and they're talking to him. And Job is like, he's trying to process all this. And he's like in battle mode of like, I want to speak to you, God, face to face. Explain yourself. And under, I can understand, like, in that situation. I mean, I'd totally be in God's face if something like that happened to me. Yeah. I'd be like, God, what's up, bro? Why'd you do this to me? What happened to the hedge of protection? Come on, man. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's my version of what I would say. But can I add to that? Yeah. So there's this part that I think this minister, like, told us Sunday night about that I totally missed from Job. And it was a really good point. He said that when Satan went to the courtrooms of heaven and said, you have a hedge of protection around Job, um, God never said that to Satan. And the only reason Satan would know is because he tried to attack him before he went to the Lord. So what's crazy is God's protection is so around you, and he's got such a hedge of protection around you. The, the minister was telling us, have you ever thanked God for things that never happened in your life? And that's where... Or how, how much has been... How much have we been saved from that we don't fully Don't even know, know. yeah. Yeah. And how much... Do, like, I mean, I'm sure there could have been way, like, more... Like, there'd be way more instances of how God protected us from things. He could have protected you from that car wreck and you got stuck in traffic. Or he could have protected you from just so much. And I don't think we realize and sit down and thank God and tell him, like, wow, Lord... Whatever it is you protect me from this week, thank you. Whatever words you protect me from, from that person, thank you. Like, yeah, you I, saved me from that conversation. Right? I remember hearing a story of a guy yeah. that got in a car accident on a highway, and there was an overpass, and his car, <clears throat> he's, I think it was John Paul Jackson's story, actually. He was driving his car, and it hit the side of the overpass edge, so like he could fall onto the highway below, kind oh, of crazy geez. scary. Yeah. And the next thing he knows, he's on the side of the highway, on the lower the lower highway he's off to the side like it's like he's a he's he ran into the barrier and then he felt god do something and the next thing you know is he's he's below on that highway over to the right side of the highway wow and he's safe Save and, and a, a guy stopped a construction okay. worker guy in a truck stopped and he's like he's like sir 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 i saw the hand of god pick up your car mid-air and put you safely on the ground. Oh, oh my gosh. But John, what? John Paul, I never knew that 
that story? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah and, yeah, and the guy was like an atheist, so two other cars stop, and they all get saved when they hear the story. <laughs> That's crazy. So the crazy thing, though, is from John Paul's perspective. Yeah. Perspective. <laughs> from his perspective, he, he just knew suddenly he was okay. Yeah. He didn't know. He couldn't see spiritually what was happening. So where I was going with that yeah. previous statement... Job's friends all came and tried to reason with him and explain that one said, well, you must have sinned. The other yeah. one said, like, curse God and die. And then the other one was like arguing back with him. And he's like, there, there must have been something you did, Job, to mess up. And if you go back and read that story, God actually says he was mad at the friends. Wow. That even the, even the one that wasn't necessarily bad, God was still mad at the, the friends the because they assumed that Job he did wrong. Yeah. And God was mad because he knew he was blameless. Yeah. So, so the, bad the moral of that story, and the reason why I bring that up for the new year, is I think that's a good reminder, is no matter what's been spoken over you this past yeah. year, where you're thinking, hey, I'm limited because of my job situation, my family situation, or even weird stuff with like our political situation or maybe your church situation, yeah. like it doesn't matter what those people say. Some people around you might be trying to justify things and reason with you, and none of it compares to the truth of what God is saying. So the more you get in the Word, and the more you're reminded of that truth, you're really emboldening yourself to step forward when how many of us have good people around us that we don't even know. We're limiting our own dreams for 2022 wow. because of things that we think we think there's barriers. And if there's one thing I've learned is God hates to be in a box. Yeah. He's a creative God. I mean, he created the heavens and the earth. Do you not think that's no barriers? I mean, if there are barriers to that, then we wouldn't have a galaxy that's nonstop creating new stars and new, like, galaxies and all that. You know? Like, God's not about barriers. I mean, as yeah. we speak right now, space is still being made. Hello? Yeah. Scientists have confirmed yeah. that, that space is still expanding and it's it's not stopping so that original word of creation from god let there be light still lives. that word never ceased wow. and science has proven space hasn't stopped what a crazy mind bender to think like it's just, and, all right. it's and also true. the power of your words like hey um i'm in a dark season right now uh let there be light lord you better shine light on this shine light on the truth shine light on this corruption or whatever like that goes for anything i mean he literally said you're the light of the world meaning i think jesse duplantis said this once where he asked the lord there's so many believers in the world like how do you see us and he told uh jesse that he saw us like a galaxy like stars in a galaxy and he saw like little bright lights here and there and so just know that you're a bright light in this world and that when Jesus looks at a map of the world, he sees your star shining. And so, girl, guy, you better shine brighter. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Wow. You heard it here first, guys. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine perspective. bright like a diamond. Okay, so we're kind of near the end of this first episode. Yeah. Um, what would you tell people? What can they expect maybe going forward? Like... Are we going to cover things we've typically covered? Are we going to have different people on? You know, like yeah, um, something I honestly, you're going to be seeing a lot of new content 
from Read and I. Um, we're definitely going to bring in a whole bunch of new guests. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but just know that I'll be the one asking the questions this time. And that this little interviewer right here will have to take a back seat while his wife interviews people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, and then something else we would love, um, like something else that we want to add to that is we want you to come up with the topics. Um, I'd love to talk to you guys in person or via Instagram and we can figure out new topics you want to hear about your life that's relevant to what you need to know on how to take real life advice and apply it to your life.